0: Hello, I'm Nicholas Jackson and I'm a mathematician working at the University of Warwick in the Maths and Economics departments. Now I've come to associate M.R. James's Edwardian ghost stories with Christmas, and I strongly suspect that I'm very much not alone in that. They were, I think, originally written and read to a select group of fellows and students at King's College, Cambridge while James was provost there. And some of them were adapted for television by the BBC during the 1970s and broadcast under the umbrella A Ghost Story for Christmas. Some of the stories adapted for this slot included Oh Whistle and I'll Come to You My Lad, starring Michael Horden and directed by Jonathan Miller, Lost Hearts with wonderfully creepy ghosts of murdered children, and The Stalls of Barchester Cathedral, with its story of ecclesiastical murder and supernatural retribution. The first one that I remember seeing myself wasn't at Christmas, but I think during a school holiday, possibly half-term. Now I have a fragmentary memory of a man studying a map of a maze and looking closely at a blot in the centre that contained a terrifying vision of a demonic face. And it was some years later, having discovered an anthology of James's stories, that I found out what this memory was. It's a scene from Mr. Humphreys and his Inheritance, in which the title character inherits a house with a yew-tree maze in the grounds, a maze that at its centre has an ornate globe with a sinister origin and purpose. They're wonderful stories, and just the right amount of scariness, but kept at a safe distance, Most of them refer to events that happened a hundred or so years before, maybe to someone the narrator once knew, or an acquaintance an acquaintance, or recorded in an old journal somewhere. They're in some sense cosy ghost stories. The horror and spookiness is kept at suitably safe levels, to provide the reader, or James's audience, with a gentle frisson of terror, but not enough to permanently traumatise them. And in most of them, lasting harm only comes to those who've actually done something to deserve it. Although an otherwise innocent scholar might suffer temporary fright as a result of their unwary curiosity, or by happening to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. A holidaying Don, who inadvertently summons, but manages to banish an unseen entity by blowing an old whistle. A museum curator who learns of a long-ago tragedy from a sinister mezzotint or an academic on a walking holiday who sees terrifying images through an old pair of binoculars. They're relatively unscathed by their ordeals, and so are we readers. We're given a glimpse into a slightly more frightening world, but we're reassured that none of these horrifying fates will actually befall any of us, as long as we refrain from black magic, murder, or unwisely disturbing forces better left alone. They're just right for a cosy Christmas reading in front of a fire.
1: So, Danny, tell me about your favourite story to read at Christmas.
2: Uh, The Dark Crystal? Mm
1: hmm. Yeah. And what's really good about The Dark Crystal?
2: Because it's one of my favourites. You showed me a classic DVD of a Jim Henson video about, about the classic Dark Crystal
1: mm-hmm and and so what what do you like about it
2: i like the the prophecy of the crystal with with mother Augra?
1: yeah and is there anything else that's really good about it
2: about about um seven clans about about all the seven gelflings join their, their assistance.
1: sure and you like to read the dark crystal too don't you
2: yeah what
1: do what do you read
2: I read some of free comments and I join the Netflix series of the Dark Crystal.
1: That's right, you so you've got lots of ways to enjoy your favourite story at winter time. Yeah. Do you want to tell me anything else?
2: Oh yeah. I'll tell ya. Mm. Another world, another time another age. Fra, a mystical planet of a realm of the universe and in its center, the crystal of truth, the heart of Thra, and the source of all life. When the sense was land, of the life of Mother Orga created the crystal of the creatures. And that's why until that, seven Gelfling were joined together to make the seven clans of their assistance, their hope. And it's from the snowy mountain of Hara the most cultural of the Gelfling, who owed everything from the seven clans, Brea, and the fierce Stonewood, who dwelled in the ancient forest and plans for their present battle, Rian and the gentle Groton, who live deep underground. And that's why uh, one is very helpful with Green named Deeps, who can help some forgotten. For all centuries, they have always joined their resistance, and for all Freud lays together, but then, new beings came, not from far off friendly. Those are called from giant birds, names called the Skexes. They told Ogre a secret of a lie and built her a Ori, so you, she can use her prophecy to know what the Skexes are up to and steal her prophecy from the Skexes. And that's why they have cracks, a missing shards, and hidden away forever. And that's why they made the crystal purple and they have called it the darkening. So they can all govern the free sons and began to the uh, evil state.
1: Well, thank you. That is amazing. We have an email of comment from DC, so thank you DC, this is lovely. My favorite winter reading tends to fall into two groups, detective fiction and horror ghost stories. Often around this time, for example, I'll reread Sherlock Holmes in The Adventure of the Blue Carbuncle, which is very seasonal, and there's quite a lot of wintry crime fiction out there. On the fantastical side, I usually read something like the ghost stories of M. R. James. I've just finished rereading his first two collections, which are, are a delight, and I'm going to follow that up with the, a collection of J. Sheridan Lefanu's ghost stories. There's something about the dark months, which goes with stories of ghosts, horror, and the plain weird. On that note, In recent years, the British Library have published a number of collections under the heading of Tales of the Weird, which bring together some classic weird fiction, as well as some that's not well known. Not all of it stands up well, but there are some cracking good reads there. There are two collections specifically themed around this season, and I aim to dip, dip into those over the next few weeks. Very best wishes and good luck for the coming year. Thank you, D.C.